Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Today I'm going to talk to you about, un, un, this is going to be good, uh, everybody say unlocking and unblocking the soul. Your soul has got to get out of the way because if your soul don't get out of the way, we're going to have problems. Everybody say problems arise in the soul. Problems arise in the soul. I'm going to transform my soul. Come on, you got this? Psalms 142.7. Look at this. Psalms 142.7. As the ushers are serving you, everybody say, unblocking and unlocking. Say it. I'm unblocking and unlocking my soul. Come on, you know why you got to do that? Because your soul will mess you up. You ready to work? All right. What's my soul? I don't even know what you're talking about. What's my soul? My, write this down. Your mind. Take out your phone. You're always on that phone. You go to church, y'all. I don't got my phone. You got your phone. You're all on the phone. Yeah, you're all on the phone. If you ain't got paper, get out your phone. Take notes. You ain't going to remember all this. You know what I'm saying? You got to write it down. Go back over it. You ever go back over notes you didn't even know you had, and you see them, you're like, oh, wow, that's really good. Who said that? Yeah, there you go. Right? Ain't that cool? You know, I'm not saying it's got to be me. Probably was me. But hallelujah. Hey, man, come on. Laugh. You don't laugh enough for me, you guys in here. Nine o'clock comes in here to half asleep, those people sometimes. They're like, yawning and all. Th- you guys should be awake. Yeah, come on. yeah, they're tapped out, some of them, man. They're like, Pastor Chris, you got to preach a good sermon. I'm sleepy. I'm like, I'm going to hit you in the head, shoot you in the head with a Nerf gun. All right. Come on. Bring, look at it says here, bring my soul, you get this one, bring my soul out of prison. My soul, what's your soul doing in prison, bro? Your soul gets so pressed in sometimes you feel like you're bound up. Bring my soul out of prison that I may praise thy name. Some of you need to break the power of the prison you got trapped in because sometimes that'll happen, you know what I mean by that? You get so pressed in, you feel like you're in a prison in your mind, your will, and your emotions because I can't even tap into praise. I'm so pressed. You ever feel like you can't praise God? You're so pressed in? Come on. We've all been there. You don't have to stay there, though. Ain't that the good news? Look, the righteousness shall what? The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal bountifully with me. But what do you mean I got to bring my soul out of prison? How many of you know some of your minds are locked up? Some of, your, some of your will, so your mind, your will, and your emotion need to line up with the glory. Now, we've been talking about the glory of God. What is the glory of God? The glory of God in simple, easy language is God's power and God's presence. Everybody say the glory, glory. is God's power and God's presence. How many need God's power in your life? Come on, right? The power of God. How many need God's presence in your life? What's that mean? His presence. His presence is his person. His power is what he does. Amen? How many need God's power? How many need God's presence? I need it. How many need the power of God working on your mind? Woo! Come on, somebody. How many need God's presence in your life? Woo! Come on. How many need God's power to show up on your spouse? Give me an amen. Hallelujah. Come on. You guys are slow today. How many need... How many? Come on, you should laugh. That's funny, man. Come on, 
You don't need the power of God. How many need the power of God needs to show up on your spouse and change them? Well, that was loud, bro. That was pretty bold. Well, she's not here. That's why you got the mouth today. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, praise. You better pray she ain't watching. No, hallelujah. No. That was, no, it's true. It's right. You need it in, it's, listen, I'm just, we're kidding. But you need it in, you need it in your life. You need it in your marriage. Okay, how many of you need some power to show up raising them kids? I need the power, the presence, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ himself to walk through the wall. I need Moses to come down with tablets of these are the rules and regulations. How many need some help in the, with the children's department? Amen. Yeah, that's all right. Y'all, you lie in church. It's evil. So evil that you lie in church. This is a free place to expound and expose your sins. But you guys just want to hold them. Take them home with you. I'm straight up straight. Look, I need Jesus. I need the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. I, I, if Mary works, throw her in too. Glory be to God. Whatever, whatever can give me mercy here, okay? You know what I'm saying? Whatever, man. You want to, like, you down? It's a joke. We don't really go the Mary route. All right, chill. Jeez, God, you guys are so tough today, man. I'm not going to pull out my rosary beads and bump anything out here. It's not going to work. Come on. Just stay in the flow. Come on. Lighten up. Bring my soul out. I need help. I got to have God's power just to make it sometimes. Amen? Got to have God's presence in your life just to make it. Amen? You got to have some stuff working. Amen? Well, here's the thing. If the glory's got it, I got to get it over. Now, this is what you got to see. Look over here. All right? Uh, Ephesians 1 and 3, really strong. Y'all know this stuff, but I want you to get it and understand it. If the glory of God is in me, so the power and presence of God is in you, because remember we learned last week in John, the book of John said this, that he gave you his glory. So the, everybody say this out loud. The glory of God is in me, so God's power is in me, and God's presence is in me. Okay, it's in the person of Jesus. You get what I'm saying? Now check this out. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath what? Blessed us. That means gave me everything. With what? With all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So all the stuff you need is in your spirit. In Christ. Is that what that says? Does it say who hath blessed us? Yes. Past tense. Done. But where is it? It's in me. So if it's in you, what do we got to do? We got to get what's in you to get out of you and get on you. And get around you. Now, words are going to draw that out. You understand that? Words go into the glory and pull it out. The word went into the glory and created it. Your words reach into glory and pull it out. We'll talk about that as we go. But this gonna, you ain't hopeless or helpless down here. Your help is now. It's in you. Now, here's the problem. If you do not get soul agreement and alignment, we got a problem. You understand me? You pulling this in? If you don't get soul agreement and alignment, you got problems. Soul agreement and alignment means you are open soulishly to what God has done spiritually. But if you start blocking it, you're stopping it. Is that, are you kind of getting, so your, your mind's like, well, how's he going to do that? I don't think he can. He can't. Because you stopped it. You understand this? You got to have this thing. You are a tripart being. I gotta, I'm got going to help you here. Look, I'm, I'm going to change this all around today. Second service. Who cares? As long as you guys get it, that's what I want. Okay, let me give you this one. Let me give you this one. You see that? Did you see that one, though? Where's everything you need? It's in you. So how I got it in, what's in me out of me? Glad you asked. Now, look at this. Look at 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Go there. Just write this down. 1 Thessalonians 5. And I don't know how to spell Thessalonians. Just put 1 Thessalonians. TH and go. Come on, man. 
spell all these crazy words, Thessalonians. Why don't you just go first John, done. Why do I got to live in Thessalonia? It's in Thessalonica. Who's going to spell that, bro? Not me. Pastor Chris, you can't spell that? That's why I got Google. <laughs> Siri. Somebody's phone going to go off. <laughs> Siri, tell me how to do this. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray your whole spirit. Everybody say spirit, soul, and body be preserved, blameless, under the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Woohoo! See it? Everybody say spirit, spirit. Soul, soul, body. body. I, say this, say this out loud. Say, I am a spirit. I have a soul. That's a mind, a will, and emotion. I got a mind, a will, and emotion. And I live in a body. You're like, well, I'm, that's basic. I know that. Well, then why aren't you living it? Why are you letting your mind dominate your spirit? Why y'all? Why y'all messed up? Don't get mad at me. I love you, but don't think this is ABCs. You know what I mean? Yeah, because what happens is then you allow this ABC stuff not to be disciplined, and next thing you know, you're depressed because your mind is working overtime on your spirit, and now you can't feel like I'm stuck in prison. Now, look, we all been there. I'm not belittling, not feeling something that's right. I'm not knocking it, but let me tell you, we got to go back to the beginning sometimes to get forward. We've got to watch our head. You got to get the weeds out of your head because weeds are popping up overnight. You wake up in the morning, you got a garden. You got how many got stuff, you know, Florida, you know, stuff grows all over the joint. You put something in the ground, you turn around, it's like, where, how'd that get there? Weeds are growing all the time. They grow overnight. You got to guard in your head. Now, I'm saying that because I want you to connect. So I'm a spirit, so you got to be spirit conscious. Well, how do, where do these ideas come from? Some of the ideas you got come from the devil. That's where they come from. He has the, you want to know what's funny? When, when man fell in the garden because of reason, he opened the door to reason to become the downfall of mankind. Did you get that? Let me do that again. Man, see, when Adam opened the door to reason, see, God just wants yes. You understand that? God don't want nothing but yes. So man never had, an, uh, man never had a different opinion in the beginning besides what God said. We go slow. You understand what I'm saying? So Adam shows up. He's like, what's up? He's like, all I know is God. All I know is God. All I hear is God. I got nothing else but God. All of a sudden, Lucifer shows up. He's got a difference of opinion called reason. The minute he chose reason over God, he opened up reason to mankind. Because he gave dominion to the devil for the earth, and now the open door is called reason and suggestion. That's why the devil could speak to your head all day long, and God cannot stop him from speaking to you, but you can resist him and defeat him. You understand it? So like, how come I got these stupid ideas? You get stupid ideas because a stupid devil's talking to you. you. He's not walking, you know, it's suggestion. It's, like, you know, it's not like you hear stuff in your head. Some people do. But we could fix that too. But, you know, sometimes you go, where'd that come from? It didn't come from God. I'll tell you that right here now. You got to understand that. But how did you, you ever wonder how that happened? That's exactly how it happened. See, Adam had dominion in the earth. He was the authority in the earth. The minute he surrendered authority in the realm of reason, reason got opened up to mankind. And now you have to fight in the arena of your intellect harder than anywhere else. So I don't know why I got these stupid ideas coming to my head. Stupid devil, that's why. Nothing wrong with you. And don't take ownership of ideas that are not yours. You're never one with a thought until you agree with it. You're never one with a thought until you agree with it. 
You're never connected to a thought until you agree with it. Never. They ain't yours. A seed bouncing around in your head never becomes a harvest until you speak it out of your mouth. They ain't my, ain't that good news? Because I think some crazy stuff, don't you? Yeah, man, especially in traffic. I want to ride, I want to get a Hummer and just drive over everybody's car. <laughs> Monster truck would be awesome. You know those big old tires? Just crush, get, get out your car, I'm getting ready to crush it. You drive too slow. I can actually see it sometimes in traffic. <laughs> Come on, man. You guys got to laugh. You're not having fun today. I am. I'm going to figure I got to be here. Might as well be fun. Hey, and uh, look, come on. Spirits on body. So you see what I'm saying? You got to run in this realm and you got to operate in this realm. So let me ask a question. Now, now, you, know, now then you guys that have been with me know this, but we got to rehab sometimes. You know, talk. When spirit went in body, soul was created. You guys know that stuff. So when God blew breath in Adam, man became a living soul. Why, why, I don't understand. Why does he say this stuff? What's he talking about? Well, pay attention. You can get nothing out of you properly unless it goes spirit, soul, and body. If there's not alignment or agreement, what spiritually God has done for you will never show up in your bodily form. You'll reject it. So you say, I got fear. Look, I'm going to locate you. Look at me. I got fear. And you're going to stay fearful until I can filter it out of you. Because God didn't give you no spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So what I got to do is I got to tell you, where did fear come from? Try to get it through the filter. Your soul rejects it. You better get that. How, what do you mean my soul rejects it? It didn't come from your spirit. So you have to have a rejection side of the soul not to take to heart things it should not take to heart because it is the seat of reason in the believer. Does that make sense? Because not everything you think comes from God. So the God stuff's got to be filtered into your soul and get through your body. And the lies got to be filtered out of your soul so they never take root in your body. So you got to be a filter and it happens in the arena of the mind. So I don't know the will of God. I believe any stupid thing. Exactly. I got to know the will of God. If you don't know the will of God, you think it's the will of God to be sick. If you don't know the will of God, you'll think it's the will of God to be broke. If you got to know the will, you think you're supposed to have a jacked up marriage. If you think all this stuff, you're jacked up. No, no, no. Until you find the will of God, you ain't safe. Because you got all these ideas about God. And the church is half stupid anyway. Excuse me, Jesus. I'm being a little rude. But the church is half stupid anyway. They got all this jacked up doctrine teaching all this nonsense about what's supposed to be the truth. And it ain't the truth. It's a bunch of lies. You got a bunch of people believing nonsense that's not God's character, nor God's DNA, nor God's word. But they're lapping it up because they don't know no better. The Bible said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. You got to know what the book says. That's why I tell you, don't listen to what I just say. Go check out what I'm saying. Pay attention. Like you're sitting there like a baby bird with your mouth open, just dropping anything in your mouth, like calling it the gospel truth. Bump that. You better go check out and make sure I'm not telling you nothing nuts. That's why I don't care about an opinion. I don't want an opinion, nor do I have one. The Bible says this, and that's it. Pastor Chris, you, you are going to gonna get on topics that are going to be mad. Yeah, I'm going to say whatever I want to say when I want to say it. Whoever don't like it, get over it. What are you going to say? What are you going to say about this? What are you going to say about that? What are you going to say about the Bible and the earth? I'm going to say the Bible and the earth is the only truth there is, and the earth's all screwed up because it's nuts. Does that mean you don't like certain things? I don't like a lot of stuff, and if you ask me, I'll tell you everything about it. But I got news for you. Guess what? The gospel is the only truth there is. 
So if things you don't like don't line up with the Word of God, it's okay to say, I don't like it. I'm not, I, don't, I, like, I love everybody, but I don't like all the stuff. So cut it out. Church gets so weird. What's the truth? The truth is the Word. Who cares about your opinion about the Word? Just preach the Word. You want my opinion up here? No, just tell me what the Bible said. There you go. You got a spirit, you live in, you got a, you're a spirit, you live in, you got a, you got a soul and you live in a body. So you got an earth suit holding in you, spirit life. Everything you need is in your spirit. When it's the hold up, your soul doesn't agree with it. It's put you in prison, even though God's put you in freedom. How do I get out of it? You renew it. Look at Romans 12, 1 and 2. Here's the thing. Until you break the shell of the body and the boundary of the soul, you're going to be stuck. Write this down. The shell of the body will be broken and the boundary of the soul will be open to reveal God's glory. You got to get your body. This is what he says. Your body. Your body's crazy. Okay, remember, how many, uh, don't raise your hand. Did some of you subject your flesh a little bit over this period of time? Okay, wonder what this is called? Okay, if you are not fasting, have you ever been on a diet? Yes, you have. Don't lie. Have you ever exercised and not want to exercise? You ever go exercise with a trainer? Oh, Jesus, good God. I went with them clowns to the thing. I thought I was going to pass out. Them jokers would have left me in the parking lot. I was like, they jump in the air and start doing pull-ups like, I was like, what in the world are these dudes doing? Ripping off their shirts, going crazy. I was like, this dude's nuts. The other one's nuttier than the other one. I'm going to pass out in the parking lot and die, and ain't nobody going to know I'm there. I went back in there. I said, at least if I pass out here, guess what? Somebody will find me. <laughs> then they over there doing all this. They did it so bad, the dude was shaking. I said, that ain't right. I said, I don't know. I'm not working out. I'm down. But when you're on the ground like this after it's done, something went wrong. <laughs> This sugar was vibrating. It was not the Holy Ghost. I said, bro, drink some Gatorade or something. You might be dead. I was like, you need me to pray for you? He's like, I'll be all right. I was like, I quit the first. I did it, and then they wanted to do more. I said, you guys are crazy. I, I hated everybody. The dude was the Antichrist and Lucifer showed up. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Antichrist and Lucifer both showed up on the same day at this workout place. I understood the coming of the end of the world was now. It was hottest, you know what, praise be to God, and Lucifer, Damien, the Antichrist, every demon in hell showed up. They were all over the place, and they want to do more. Are you having fun? I feel like punching you in the face, you in the face, and you, I'm going to drive over my monster truck when I get ready to come out here today. This is evil. Did you like that? No, my flesh hated it. But you don't know anything about what I'm talking about, right? You all lie, Right? You know, okay, let me break it down. How many of you like work when the boss tells you to do a bunch of junk you don't want to do? How's that feel? You like that? No, you hate that too. You don't like it. How many of you like, oh, you don't understand what? Oh, you little college, little, little high schoolers, you don't know what I'm talking about? How do you like it when a teacher gives you a whole bunch of homework? You like homework? Y'all want to do homework? Boys, you want to do homework? Nah, see? Everybody locate what I'm saying? That thing that kind of quirks you really shows you got flesh. How many started fasting and signs started talking to you? You didn't want a Whopper for 35 years. You rode by Burger King, every, the French fries were talking. You know, Wendy's, who eats Wendy's? My God in heaven, I don't know. These jokers sticking French fries and Frosties. Daddy, eat this. This is good. I would have ate tar paper. Okay, bro? Look, you got a bot, you got flesh. Tell your flesh you can't watch TV. Watch this. Tell your flesh it can't eat that. How many are ready to kill squirrels? Come on, right? All you Daniel people, I eat another nut. I swear to God, I'm going to kill every squirrel in this vlog. Come on, right? It's tough. You don't realize you got flesh. Guess what? You got flesh, man. Okay, 
How many of you come into the 6 o'clock prayer we needed tonight while the playoff game's on, and you're going to pray and intercede? Thank you very much. Now you know you got flesh. Come on, smile on your brother. Let us love one another right now. You know I'm telling the truth. Y'all lying in church. Cut it out. Okay, you want me to keep going? Or can I just say, can you just say you got flesh and leave me alone? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I'm picking on you, but you know what I'm saying. So guess what? Your head says something different than the Word of God. Well, your body is a Look what it says. Won't, I beseech you there for brethren. You know what that means? Hey, you, wake up. Hey, you, wake up. What's that? You got to present your living body like a dead body. So that bit, here, here's paraphrased Romans. I don't understand what he says when he reads King James, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Here, let me break it down. New Jersey style. Hey, you. Hey, you. You right there. Yeah? What? Show up with your living body like a dead corpse and drag it and leave it on the steps of the church. Oh, that sounds real appealing. Can you just preach nice sermons about how good Jesus is? <laughs> yeah, here it is. Present your body. Okay, you know what a living sacrifice is? It's a sacrifice that's not dead. So that means you go kicking and screaming to the altar because my flesh wants what it wants. Lift your hands in the sanctuary. You don't feel like lifting your hands in the sanctuary. Give them a sacrifice of praise. You know why it's a sacrifice? You don't want to do it. That's why. Are you getting it? Present your body a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable in the God, which is a reasonable service. Bring your dead body to the altar. This is great Christianity. Where's the membership plan? Do you have a membership track in the back? I could join up for this. How many joins up for this stuff? <laughs> Church is like a living charade sometimes. Like, show up. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. We got lattes in the foyer. We got power bars in the breakfast thing. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be great. Come on in. We air condition the place just the way you like it. We got cup holders now. We're going to have D-Box. This chair is going to, when I get really hot, this chair is going to shake. Isn't this great? You feel the wind, wind tunnel, breezy. It's going to be great. It's going to be like Disney, Universal, all crashed in one. It's going to be wonderful. It's the land of make-believe. Is everybody having a good time? Where's, where's the go die? Go, go surrender. Go, go, give some, go give some of you up. That's the truth. Now, please understand me. I'm not saying it's not good, but this is what I'm saying. Present your body a living sacrifice. There ain't another way to figure that out. Now, watch what I mean when I say that. I don't expect you to drag your corpse up here. But watch what this means. Present your body living sacrifice, which is your reasonable service. What do I do? Renew your mind. That means don't have no more thoughts about what you just want to think. Think how Jesus wants you to think. You see it? I'm not asking. You see what I'm saying? We've got to tell you this stuff. You can't afford to think what you want to think for too long. It's too costly. You can't afford to think what you want to think about that marriage. It's too costly. You might not be in it if you keep thinking wrong thoughts for too long. You can't afford to think what you want to think about your stuff. You can't somebody in here, let me tell you what, you can't afford to think what you want to think about your life. It's too costly. What's God say about my life? You can't think, if you're sick, you can't think what you feel. If you're going through and the doctor gave you a bad report, you can't think about what he said. You got to renew your mind. This is what I'm saying. This is the sacrifice. It's not easy to renew your mind. But you can do it. And why do I got to do it, Pastor? Because the glory of God's waiting for you. That's God's power and presence, remember? 
How am I going to get God's power in my life? I've got to agree with the word. How am I going to get God's presence in my life? I've got to agree with the word. I've got to yield to the word and let the world, word come in and change my world. Are you seeing it? And that's, and that's why I was saying it. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes I've got to swing the extreme way out to get your attention and then pull you back right in the middle. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not saying God expects you to come laying here 19 hours and be miserable. But here's what it is. When you're out of here today and when you leave and tomorrow crazy stuff comes in your head that you're not allowed to believe about you, you better learn how to resist it. Because if you don't resist it, it'll get a foothold in your soul and that'll be a reprogram of what you think you are. But i got news for you. You don't know who you are. Because you've got to understand something. When at, just catch me. I'm going to get you out of here. In 20 minutes, I got you out of here. Adam's fall reprogrammed man forever. Your soul knows nothing about the new you. You got to teach it who you are. Did you get that? Your mind knows nothing about the new Todd. Knows nothing about it. You got to tell your mind who the new you is. That's bad English, but who cares? You got to teach it who you are. It doesn't know you. Only thing your mind knows, it's trapped in memory until you reprogram it. That's all your mind is. It's trapped in memory. It knows nothing about imagination. You have to train imagination to arise. All your life is, man, let me tell you, what you all your life is what you choose to remember anyway. All your life is what you choose to remember. I'm, did you hear what I just said? All your life is what you choose to remember. If you forget about it, nobody will know about it. Some of you, you know your biggest problem is you keep rehearsing the past, and that's what everybody sees. Be quiet. Stop talking about it. All your life is what you choose to remember. If you don't tell me about it, I'll never know about it. So just tell people what you want to know. That's the God's honest truth right there. That'll set somebody free. What do you got to tell people for? All your life is what you choose to remember. Did you get this? So my soul, all your soul knows is who you used to be. You got to train your soul to know who you are. How do you do that? You renew your mind. What's that mean? Put God's word first. Okay, ready? Here we go. Take some of these truths. They're going to change your life. Hey, come on. <laughs> you got to train your inward man. You ready? How many are you ready to train your inward man? You got to train your inward man. Everybody say train your inward man. You got to do it. Okay, watch this. Look at Colossians 127. It's a mystery. Colossians 1.27. Everybody say it's a mystery. Excuse me, it's important. Look what it says here. To whom God would make known what is the glory or the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. What's that mean? Glory is going to show up. Look at 1 Peter 1.21. Man, I'll tell you, this will change your life. If you get what I'm going to show you right here. So what am I telling you? Everybody, everybody see what I'm saying? The glory, the power, and the presence is in your spirit. Because you're a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body, right? Right, guys? You are a spirit. You ain't no natural man. Man, can I help you? You are not normal human beings. You're an alien, man, from another planet. Not like that crazy movie alien, but you're a spiritual being in the earth with an earth suit. You ever ask somebody when they die, where they go? Where the, the body laying in a box, where'd the life in the body go? You're a spirit, man. Eternity is not an option. Eternity is a definite. Just where you spend eternity is your only decision you're going to make. No one ever died. They just left the earth. They ain't dead. Ever think of that? Ain't nobody ever died. They just left the earth. They're a spirit being in the spirit world. You understand this stuff? So what are you right now? 
You're a spirit being trapped in an earth suit called body. You're an entity from another world. Why are you trying to be like human when you're supernatural? Why in the world do mankind, why do spiritual beings want to be normal? Well, I'm just normal. Ain't nothing normal about me, bro. Ain't nothing normal about you neither. You're a spirit being. I just I'm normal. Ain't nothing normal about you. You shouldn't want to be normal. You're supernatural. Act like the supernatural being you are. Don't let them conform you to humanity. Rise up to your deity. Made in the image and likeness of God. New creature in Christ. Never been one like you before. Woo-hoo. I want to be like everybody else. Why? Be like everybody else. Be like you, the spiritual you you're supposed to be. Now watch this. Now I seen this. I showed them this yet. I got this this morning, man. This blew me out. So what am I trying to get you to do? This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get you to get your soul to get into the alignment or the proper position to receive everything that God has done for you spiritually. And I needed a scripture to prove it, and I found it. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead? So God raised Jesus up from the dead. We got it? And gave him glory. John 17, right? We said, and the glory was given to him. So where's the glory? In him. And he's in you. So where's the glory right now? In you. You got that? That your father, that your father and hope might be in God. Now, don't go nowhere for a minute. Whom by him do believe in God? Well, we believe in God that raised up Jesus from the dead, and God gave Jesus glory, right? And that the Father, and that your faith and hope might be in God. Okay, I'm down with that, right? So we got the glory, we got it all. Now watch 22. Seeing you have what? Why well, I got to purify my soul. So that glory that's in my spirit can flow through my soul and hit my body. How many got an air purifier at the house? Purifies the air. Lots. I'll give you a quick one, right? I don't know. I got, I got this laundry thing at the house, washing machine thing, dryer. This thing's like a rocket ship. I understand nothing about that stupid thing. There's more buttons on this thing and gizmo. You're supposed to hit it. Says all this. So I just I threw sneakers in the thing one day. They looked nasty. I put them in there. I didn't even know where the stuff was. I had to ask questions. So I go to use the dryer. I don't understand that thing either. And that thing's like a spaceship, got buttons on it. Who knows what this thing does? Back in the day, you used to turn that noisemaker, <laughs> pull it out, and it worked. This thing's like a rocket ship. You need a PhD in spirituality to figure this thing out. So I hit the thing, don't work. What's it say? Something's wrong with the dryer vent thing. Clean filter. I'm like, all right, can't be that hard. Open it up, and I pull that filter out, and that thing's packed with lint from the last load. Right? Every load, you got to do this, I guess. Right? Tell I do the laundry around the house, right? Okay. Pull it out, and you got to clean the lint thing. So I got this thing, the lint thing, the lint trap thing, right? What's on that thing? Bunch of junk that the filter caught. What happens if I don't clean it? Don't work. I clean it. I put it in. I hit the button. The thing works. Your soul is like the lint trap, and it works both ways. Some stuff you need to discard and throw away, and some stuff you need to let filter through and come out on the other side. Your soul has to be purified because your soul, let me, let me show you something right here now. Your soul agrees or disagrees and whatever it agrees with, God can do. And whatever your soul disagrees with, God cannot do in your life because you blocked it from happening for you. And I don't care whether you believe it or not, it's the truth. 
Because God can only do in your life what you're in agreement with him to do. He'll never override or supersede your position of faith or belief in what he can do. So I got news for you. Exceedingly and abundantly above all you ask or think happens when you're in agreement with the God of the exceeding and abundant. If you start rejecting his ability to do, he cannot do for you. That is why you got to purify your soul with the truth. Obeying the truth. Well, how do you purify your soul? Obey the truth and walk in love. Don't block. Walking in love will unblock what? The things that you block. Walking out of love will block your blessing. And what do you say about I can't answer your prayers if you don't forgive? And when you stand praying, forgive. And when you stand praying, whosoever shall stand in the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. And when you pray, believe you receive when you pray. And when you're standing praying, if you have ought, forgive. Forgive. Want to know where it is? Mark 11, 23, 24, 25. You got to forgive. Well, I got to forgive because if you don't walk in love, you block it. You block what God can do. And if you don't obey the truth, you block what God can do. So now your filter's messed up. Hey, how's your love filter? See, it ain't like that little screen thing catching lint. How's your love filter? How's your love filter working, guys? Hey, how's your truth filter working? You, you believe in the truth? Or are you rejecting the truth because of what I see doesn't make sense with my natural eyes? How's your truth filter? What do you believe about you? Can you what, what do you believe about you and where'd you find it? Let me see if I could qualify it to be a belief you can believe. Otherwise, I want you to reject it. Let the filter catch it. What do you believe about you? What do you believe about you? What do you believe? About you? Let the filter catch it. You got your love filter. You got your true filter. See it? And he said this. Through the spirit, unfringed love to the brethren. I see that you love with an unfringed heart or a pure heart fervently. You see this? So now here, that's the, that's the question. What are you going to do with that? You gonna you gonna let that filter filter? Because I know what happens. See, God in the spirit's got it laid up. Come on, we're almost out of here. Watch this. Let me give you a couple things. Let me help you. I'll give you like three of these things, and we'll go in a minute. Here, ready? Give me like five minutes. I'll tear it down. I'll tear it up. You ready? Watch. The the renewed mind allows the human soul to walk in the supernatural. My God, you better write that down. The renewed mind allows the human being or the human soul to walk in the supernatural. If you got a renewed mind. Man, there's no, you've removed limitation. Limitation becomes what? Remove the minute you renew your mind to who you really are in Christ. You know when he said you could do all things through Christ who strengthens you? You can if you've got, an unre, if you've got a renewed mind. You know he said nothing's impossible to him that believes? You could if you renew your mind in the area of belief. See, you've got, you got to get the hindrance out of the way. You've got to get out of prison. You come in here, well, I preach and talking all this stuff about what I could be, what I could do, what I can, what I can't have, what I shouldn't have. I don't understand what he's talking about. I don't nothing good happening. You should have stood home and watched cartoons for crying out loud. Ain't gonna work. Now look, I'm not asking you to be pray. Here, let me give you can I give you the secret one on one here? Look at me. Give me some energy here. Give me, I'm gonna be out of here in a couple minutes. I don't even care if you believe it, understand it, just agree with it. If you just do not reject God, you can ride with God. 
the minute you start giving God all this apprehension and goofiness with your intellect in your head, God's like, man, well, let me know when you want me to be God. Because when you stop being God, I can be God. You know what I'm saying? Like, God's like, hey, you want to go? You know, don't you hate that friend? Y'all got that one stupid friend, don't want to go nowhere. You got to beg him to go. You know that one friend? Pain, man. You ain't got to ask me to go fishing more than once. Come on, I'm going. I don't know. I'm just going to get you a date. Let's go. I'm not going to. I, I got to work stuff out, but I'm going to get it done. When you want to go do this, I don't know. Let's go. Don't you hate that one person? Hey, well, you know, I don't know. I can't. Well, you know. You're like, man, bro, it's got to drag you to go do everything, man. I ain't even going to ask you no more. You're pain. That's what Jesus is doing with you. Can you roll with me? I'm trying to take you to the road to prosperity. You want to do it? No, um, you know, I'm, I, I don't know where the money's going to come from, Jesus. I'm trying to get you down to prosperity lane. You want to come on prosperity lane? Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know nobody. I forget you. Leave you home. That's what Jesus is trying to do. Just agree with it. You might not understand all the details about it, but agree with it. When he starts talking about it, because you got to understand something now. He starts showing you snapshots of your future. And your imagination. Man, don't delete the pictures. He's trying to show you snapshots. You ever watch somebody go on a trip, come back with these snapshots, all this stuff? You know what I mean? You ever see them? You don't just take those things and delete them. You look at them, oh, that's cool, man. Jesus is trying to show you these great snapshots of your life and of your future and of the great things you're going to do. And you're like, oh, delete that. I don't see that can happen. Delete that. Photoshop that out. Hey, Photoshop me out that picture because I don't see me on that road. Cut it out. You ever watch, you ever watch like, you ever see something, I think this is so funny. You ever watch like them shows where like there's a bunch of people in the picture and one guy didn't want to be in it for some disclaimer rights and he's all fuzzy? That's you. <laughs> some of you, that's like you. God's got a picture of prosperity and you're all fuzzed out. You can't see your face. He's like, yeah. And he's like, you fuzzy. Like, who the heck is that? The unified object. We don't know who he is. You'd be like, oh, there's Jerry. I don't, oh, there's Daryl. Oh, that's cool. That's great. And here I am like this. Fuzzy. Like, I might, might be a pastor. I don't know. He's all fuzzed out. Who could tell? Stop de-fuzzing yourself out of pictures. Stay in the picture. Stay in the light. Stay in the place. Cut it out. Who keeps telling you it ain't for you? It's for you. You see it? Because here's the problem. Say, he's almost done. Look at your neighbor. Say, he's almost done. Somebody said, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, <laughs> the unrenewed mind, the unrenewed mind has a conscience that is infected with limitation. You better write that down because that's scary. The unrenewed mind, the unrenewed mind has a conscience that is, has been infected with limitation. Hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, nobody wants to be affected with limitation. You all right there? I'm going to give you the last one right now, and I'm going to explain it. Okay? You're doing good. Okay? You don't want to be, you don't want to be limited. You don't want to be, uh, you want, okay? Here's the last one. Divine alignment produces manifestation. Divine alignment produces manifestation. And that's it. Now you got to choose. Divine alignment produces manifestation. You ever try to put something together and like one of the parts ain't right and it don't work? You got like all this stuff, but you got one last piece and that one piece you don't have ain't enough. Man, ain't that a pain? Ain't that a pain? 
It annoys you, doesn't it? You know what I'm saying? I need one last part to do this, and once I get this part together, man, that alignment's right. You ever get the alignment off? I remember one time, man, I had a, I thought I was going to be cool. We good. I remember that I had the car, you know. I was like, I think all the light, the turning light bulb went out. I was like, this is easy, man. You go in the back, you pull the little thing out, you put the bulb in, you shove it in, you go. Yeah, right. Watch this. So I start, I Google it, right? Like, come on, praise God, how hard could this be? Bro, I had to take the whole taillight off. I almost had to take a part. I thought I was going to have to take the bumper out. I said, I'm ready to just stop right now and call somebody from church to help me. Then I'm watching the guy in the video. This is hilarious. And the guy in the video, he stopped doing what he was doing and, like, took a break and came back. He said, it took me 45 minutes to figure this out. This bulb had to go in a certain way and be just aligned right. And this thing. the guy in the video was like from, he was English. He's like, and he had to come back. He's like, it took him 45 minutes. And he did it. And he showed, and I, that guy didn't have that. I would have never known how to do it. Stupid little bulb. This guy's over here 45 minutes. I was ready to hurt somebody, right? And I did it. But you know what? It was this weird thing. And I said, well, what the heck was his big problem? He said, if you don't get, and it wasn't even just like normal. You had to get it aligned before you can do it. One of those crazy things. And I said, look at that. Look at that. But you want to know what made the thing simple? Simple? After he went through it, he showed me what to do. Saved me all the time in the world, even though I was frustrated. He said, if you don't get it aligned just right, it ain't going to work. And I said, look at this. I would, I'd still be working on that stupid thing Three years later, I'm serious. If because that one little thing was hindering everything, and I got it in there, and I'm jamming it, I'm twisting. I got the bulb that can make the light click. I got the part that works, and one little there was like this little little thing that had a you had to literally move it before you can get the thing. You know, you'd still be there. One little stupid thing out of whack was going to stop this whole project from working. And all you know what I needed? Knowledge. That's all I needed was a little bit of knowledge. And he gave me the knowledge of what to do. I lined up, put it in, boom, 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 and everything went back, and it was all done. And you want to know what I remember about that? And I'm talking about it today because your life might just need one little alignment to put the whole thing on course to reach the greatest destiny you've ever reached before in your life. But I got news for you. It's waiting for you in God. Now all you got to do is choose in your soul to accept it and transform your life forever. And I got the best news of the day. Everything you need is waiting for you in his presence. Come on, stand up on your feet today. You can do this thing. It's not that far away. It's not that hard. All you need is just a little knowledge and a little bit of consistency and a little bit of that thing. And watch what starts happening in your life. Watch what starts happening. Just a little bit of life. What kind of thoughts today? Here's, so what does that mean for you? What kind of thoughts do I get rid of now? Come on, see it? See it? What, what are you thinking about yourself you got to get rid of? We all got it. We all got it. What do I got to start? Stop. I can't say that about myself no more. I'm not allowed to. My destiny doesn't allow me to say that about me anymore. Come on. I can't think like that about me no more. Every time I get an idea about my future, I can't just down. Oh, it's nothing good. No, I can't think like that no more. Come on. I've been through. I walked through some hell. Okay. It's okay to say it. That's not like cursing. You walk through some pain. You walk through some pressure. You walk through some problems. But you know what I'm going to do? I ain't going to think. I think my next season is going to be my best season. I think it's going to be brighter when I get up tomorrow. Something. Come on. It's just a shift. It's a shifting of how my soul. Guess what? It might not have been great, but I'll tell you what. God's got a great plan. Woo. Come on. I serve a great God. It might not have been a great season, but the season 
seasons of my life are not over. They're not finished. I'm getting some stuff in alignment. Guess what? My emotions ain't going to be so tweaked in 2020. I'm going to tell my emotions what to do. You know what? I'm going to tell my emotions now. You're going to have joy. Come on. You're going to have peace. You're going to have victory. Come on, emotions. You're going to listen to me. Why? Because it's in me waiting to come out of me. The fruit of the Spirit's in me. The joy of the Lord is in me. Come on. It's not outward experiences that make you happy. It's an inward revelation that makes you happy. It's not outward circumstances that make you happy. It's an inward revelation that makes you happy. It's because I tap into the inside ability. Come on. And you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to make my will. Ah, you know, I don't want to do this. I'm going to make my will do some things this season it doesn't want to do. I will doesn't want to do it. You know what, guys? Listen, I'm not, I don't lie. I never lie. There's no reason to lie. I speak the truth all the time to you guys. You're big, you're big boys and girls. You can handle it. You're very mature believers. You're really strong. My will doesn't want to do it. You think I want to pray sometimes? I don't. You're the pastor of the church. My God in heaven, is something wrong with you? Maybe. I don't want to pray. I make myself pray. That's the truth. I don't want to read. I make myself read. I don't want to come sometimes. I make myself. Because I don't let my will tell me what to do. I tell my will what it's going to do. There's nothing wrong with having apprehension spiritually like, man, hey, I can't wait to get in prayer and let's go pray in tongues for two hours. Come on, we're not doing that, but you know what I'm saying? I got to tell my will, you don't get what you want, you get what I give you. Because my will will go off the rail just like yours would. You know, Jesus gives a great story. He goes in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, can you tarry with me? Jesus didn't want to be there. He said, I don't want to drink that cup, and I'd really rather not be in this garden. But one man lost it all in the garden, and i got to get it back in the garden. So it's okay. I know my job. I know my... You know, that... Can I give you something here just quick? When Jesus hung on the cross, he said, what? It's finished. He said, now you will glorify my body. That was Jesus' overall purpose was a cross. The only reason why Jesus walked the face of the earth was for a cross that he was going to hang on. That was the glory of his life. That was the manifested purpose of his life. And when he finished it, he said, it is finished now. You've glorified me. Now go glorify yourself in them. I'm telling you, listen to me, man. The journey might not be easy, but he's got you. Just a little alignment. Let your soul open up to the power and the presence of God and let it flow right through you and transform your life. I'm telling you, this thing right here, earth suit. See this thing right here? Your body, it's earth suit. Just keeps you in earth. Once it leaves, you're flying, baby. You're flying. You're a spirit being, man. This earth suit just keeps you trapped in a dimension of time. You didn't come here for this thing to press you down. You've come here to dominate the earth. It is not your place to be subjected to, but you subject it to you. You're learning, man. You're going to see this thing. It's going to be awesome. Lift your hands to heaven. Just say this out loud. Say, Jesus, thank you for teaching me about your glory, teaching me about your power and your presence. Let your glory rest upon me and transform my life forever. And here's what I'm going to say. I want you to listen to me. If you're in here today and you don't know your relationship with Jesus ain't where it needs to be, don't worry about it. Just say this out loud. Maybe you're saved. Maybe you ain't. You know what? It's not about the prayer. It's about the heart. That's the truth right there. It's not about a prayer. It's about your heart. If your heart's ready for him, man, you can just say Jesus and get saved. The Bible says, though, if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. So just say this out loud, man. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. Come in my heart. Let's start this journey together. You know, some of you slipped away. Just say this. Say, Jesus, I'm coming back. Man, I felt good. 
I, I don't know. Somebody needed that. I, I needed that. I felt good. That just felt. You ever just say something and it felt good on the inside? <laughs> it felt. That felt good. Let's say it again. Say, Jesus, I'm coming back, and I'm staying close. This season with you is going to be the best season of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And everybody said, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Now, listen. Listen. Next Sunday, you better be in this building. I don't know. Change your plans. Do whatever you got to do. Be in the building. We're going to come in here and give our best, receive our best. And I told them in the morning service, and I'm telling you, look, if you didn't fast and pray, somebody in here fast and prayed. And if they prayed for you, then like even all week they've been praying. Like that's why they're all like in it. They've been praying for the church. They walked around here, prayed over the seats and everything. I'm in all that stuff. They prayed for you. So even if you didn't pray or fast, somebody did for you. When you come and get your reward, you might not feel nothing, but you're going to get something. Look, I didn't fast and pray for 21 days not to see you receive what it is that God's got for you. I'm just being straight. It might not be instant manifestation, but I promise you this, the seed of it will be implanted in you before you'd ever know it. You come in here next week with your hands and say, I receive all of it, God. I don't know what you're doing, but I know this is going next season is going to be the best season of my life. And don't forget tonight, 6 o'clock, we're going to be here praying. It's live on the simulcast, so if you cannot come, amen? I understand. I know some of you will be watching the game. It's cool. Chill out. Somebody's interceding for you. Chill. Right? You go, but you can, you can put it on and you can pray a little bit in between the commercials. Amen? Nah, you better come. Just kidding. Come and be in the house. And if you can't get in the house, watch live 6 p.m. All right? I love you. I'll see you Sunday, 9 and 1030. God bless you. You're doing great. Keep walking in the glory. I'll see you soon. And don't forget, the prayer station is open. Put your prayer requests up there. Glory to God. Love you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.